podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, you miserable bastards. One more podcast to go and then there'll be some actual football to talk about. You just need to put up with us talking shite off the hoof for one more week. So here we go. I hope you're excited because I'm excited. Anyway, I'm Mark Jordan. This week I'm joined by Andrew Christie. All right. Craig Devine. Good day, mate. <laughs> and Samuel Smith. Hola. And we are here to talk about... <laughs> The kibble. Very much. kibble, accounts, finance, wages. Fuck it, let's talk about Motherwell. We've got Motherwell on Saturday. Me and Andrew are in the commentary booth. Dream team. We've both studied the World Cup at length, <laughs> taking, taking notes on everyone from John Champion to any local. And we are raring to go. Really worked, out, worked out what constitutes a goal a game. <laughs> I just hope okay. Andrew actually sees someone score a goal. Well, he's gone <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Well, I've seen nothing but goals. So between us, you know, hopefully that kind of evens out and we snide a one 0 off them or something. But um, yeah, how are you guys feeling about uh, feeling about Motherwell? I think uh, safe to say it's slightly different circumstances than than the opening day of the season. Who, uh, who thinks we're, we're going and bringing three points back from Lanarkshire? I do. I think we'll buck the trend of shitey away performances and I think we'll win. Uh, I'm fairly confident that it'll be, a, it'll be a completely, I was going to say it'll be a completely different game to last time we played, but it shouldn't really be because Motherwell are pretty rancid. And I still think even though we get beat in the first game of the season, I still think it's probably one of the best performances we've had, apart from two freak saves for Liam Kelly. And by all accounts, Liam Kelly's been on a bit of a downward spiral since. He's a bit of a liability. I think I've seen some other Will fans were actually hoping that they bring in a, a goalie on loan in January. But I, I, I do fancy to go there and win. They've got weaknesses that you can exploit. I think their squad's still pretty thin. They're obviously waiting on a boy coming in for... A centre half coming in that they've signed from who was it that beat them? Is it Sligo? Sligo, yeah, I think Sligo, yeah. Boy that scored against them, the centre half is Sligo. Have I made that up? Because it's something. I know has. I obviously Louis Mole is allegedly way back down to Burton because his body's hanging together by hopes and prayers. I think they were nursing a few knocks before the break as well. So I think we obviously finished off a wee bit of a high with the point against Rangers. Obviously, we weren't really in the, the best of form before. I think we, were, I think we were only won one in, one in six or seven, I think. But, aye, as I said, we're a long shot away from the, the conditions that we were getting into the, the first game between the two sides. And obviously, we were just hot off a, the worst League Cup run ever, I think, that our top flight teams had because we could be off a fucking hairdry. And uh, Motherwell were on a wee bit of a high, obviously, after a a European when I say a high they could be off a Sligo Rovers but you know it was a bit of a contrasting situation so but nah, I, th- I think we'll be I think we'll be absolutely fine I think we'll buck the trend the shite away performances and I think we'll win fairly comfortably I'll say 2 or 3 now. I think I, I think it's a game where something has to give because 
Motherwell have the worst home record in other than Kelly, I think it is. We are the worst away record. So somebody's going to change that, you'd think. And uh, although saying that, Motherwell have scored in all but three of their games this season. So, right. but having said that, they don't tend to score more than one. So I think there could be goals in the game. But I, I kind of think we're probably going to have to score more than one to win. But I can see us doing it. I think. I think the break, just a bunch of boys sat in Ralston watching Keanu Bacchus put Messi in his back pocket. I think there's going to be quite a good feeling around the camp. I think. I I think uh, I think we could kind of see, like Sam said, that that trend getting bucked and. Assuming the game goes on, of course, because it is about minus 40 right now. Although I'm hoping that it's better than Saturday, but aye. I um I'll I'll kinda I'll go against the grain here a wee bit. I think it's it it's such a kind of cliched saying, but it's it's got a draw written all over it, just with the the form kind of both teams were in a, away from home and um, I think looking back at the the Motherwell game at the start of the season, that's the kind of thing that for me, if we got a repeat performance, I'd be extremely happy with because it was the type of game that I think we even maybe said at the time on the podcast just afterwards, you could play that game another, you could play that game 10 times, nine times out of 10, we would have won it. And it just so happened that we ended up against a Liam Kelly masterclass on the day. Um and that game itself was such a kind of relief, as Sam said, it's coming out for the disastrous League Cup campaign. Um, I don't know. I'm just looking forward to the football actually getting back and having something to talk about instead of watching watching a so far decent World Cup. I'm not convinced that the world's best players scoring good goals and using tactics and all that kind of stuff is real football. Real football uh, for me. As Charles done playing sixty yard diagonals to I've a actually, five four New Zealander. That's mental. You mentioned that. I've actually forgot what that looks like to see. It's a okay. sight. Do you reckon he will shell the first one out of the pitch? Yes, please. Yes, I remember. I don't know if any of you can remember this far back, but the the, the first parody account I can remember on Twitter was the Big Sam, eh, Big Sam parody, which was just. Poetic, <laughs> and uh, I think he had to eventually change his name, and he's maybe called like Toby Fair now or something. But he was he was called Big Sam for ages. And I remember this massive like ten tweet thread he put up once about how uh, Papa Booba Diop had the best. Uh, God rest his soul. Had the best uh, the best right foot in the business, and that he uh, he kicked balls so high when he was playing diagonals that they were touched by angels. And the, the the Portsmouth or the Bolton frontline or whatever it was referred to them as angel balls, and I think I think that's all I can think of now when it comes to Charles Dunn, Shelling six they are. It it aims for the the stars so they can what is it reach the moon on the way down or something bollocks like that something that <laughs> Alan Monroe said. And maybe maybe angel balls is his nickname. Can I look? Can I look golden balls? Could be. I mean, either way, that that he's just getting trotted out in the commentary on Saturday, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, that one came down with a bit of snow on it, etc., etc. Nice. I have actually, I've really forgot what it's like to get really frustrated at him for no reason when he does that. 
And yes. it's also the, the pure lottery of Charles Durham performances. Are we going to get a which became the norm, a Charles Durham world day, or will we get a day where everything goes wrong, he can't hit the ball straight, he misses clearances? I th- they're both just as fun to watch, to be honest. I think we've got O'Hara, Dunn, sorry, O'Hara, Dunn and okay. Gallagher all wanting to get it right up, Mama Will. Mm-hmm. Mind, I um, somebody, especially. Somebody tweeting uh, Charles Dunn saying what we see and then what Charles Dunn sees and it was just a, a, a drawn of him just shelling it at the park and they came back to the fair play, came back to the guy, didn't know, and said, oh, sorry, I'll, I'll try to do better next time. Right. <laughs> And then no doubt his first touch the next game would have been a fucking 40-yard diagonal. Do you know, the, the funny thing is, like, he, we've all seen it, like, he's quite clearly good enough to do it. Like, he's obviously oh, 100%. Not yeah, such a, like, I think the most frustrating part about him is he is such a tidy footballer at times, but other times he's just fucking John Potter, Will Haining and Scott Cuthbert's distribution all rolled up into one horrible ball. Aye. It's I funny like, I hadn't quite realised just how bad their form had been under Hamill. I think I, I was remembering <laughs> that wee bounce they had when he came in mm-hmm. and then not really paying attention to the fact that I don't know that... that, that I, I seem to remember it being said that they hadn't won in like eight games or seven games or something. Is that still I think there? they've got two wins in the last 12. Yeah. I think oh, all of which maybe had eight, eight defeats or something. Great. I think performance-wise, I don't think... I think there's been some games where... You know, they've lost, but they're kind of taking something for the performance. But obviously, that only gets them so far. And I think the yeah. I think the break kind of came at quite a good time for them because they were sort of being held together by gaffer tape a wee bit. And I think they've get, had time to go over a few knocks. I think, though, other than Volando Aaron's getting sent back down the road, and obviously, Malt might be away. Other than that, I think they're relatively close to full strength. From what I can see online. I mean, they've still no. got Van Veen up top. They've still still got Connor Shields unless I'm... Actually, uh, That's not I a bad he, strike force. I think Shields is maybe going to be the most likely to come in for yeah. Like They can generally play like a 4-2-3-1 kind of deal with Van Veen up the top just being a... Aye. Van Veen and Gallagher are obviously fucking dead certs to get booked. Yeah. They will mm-hmm. fight. I would. I actually think they should just let the two of them fight for the points. I still don't know. Who just, 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 we should just do it hockey style when they actually come together and clash. The rest of the game should stop, and everyone yeah. should just kind of suck around them and just let them scrap. I think that'd be a really good fight to watch. Aye. I think that'd be, like, be a good improvement for football in general if that kind of thing was allowed to happen. I imagine. I think. Later, I think in in football there should be one player in either team that cannot get booked or. Sent off. A, a goon. Imagine, um, yeah, both sides have just an enforcer, a goon. How good would that be? Like, because then you'd know. have all the people kind of like, so you'd have Neymar, for example, and the goon and the other team would just be going for him. So then Neymar's goon's job would be to protect Neymar. I think it would be brilliant. I think it's what football's missing. You'd get yeah. a situation where teams would have like Mbappe, but also Ian Black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to oh, the first and last time those two footballers will ever be mentioned in the same breath. I'm, yeah, sure, they were, that, they've, uh, I'm sure they've both been on a first goal scorer and first player to be booked coupon from the account uh, of one eye black <laughs> <laughs> on, on Skype. It allegedly. Uh, Ian Black got a, 
he got a Scotland cap, didn't he, somehow? Yeah. Uh, fuck, fuck knows how he managed. That was a, uh, that would have been, what was it, 2013 or something? You get that, probably? Craig Levine. Craig Levine. Ah, that sums Levine, up. Levine brought no that's strikers and one in black. Sounds, sounds about right to um, that would definitely be why he he got an international cap because he was he was really bad for everybody he played for, not just Hearts. A, a bad footballer, yeah, and a bad gambler, it would appear. Um, alleged. Decent yeah, yeah, great painter, good decorator. Can't can't argue with either of those things. <laughs> um, do we think Bacchus will go straight back in? Aye, don't see why not. Yeah, yeah, it is incredibly harsh on Kilty. I think yeah. considering how well he played the last two games, but you need to play your strongest team, and I don't think Robinson will hold any sort of like sentimentality towards people. He doesn't. He doesn't do it. To be honest, he doesn't keep people in the team for the sake of it. So, uh, I think I think we'll see Kilty drop out, and Bacchus come back in because that's where we're best. Uh, it's unfortunate just the way it goes. I think for us, Kilty doesn't play for St. Burns' best start eleven, and it's no. No, like ill will or like kind of no bad feeling towards Kelty. I think Kelty's a great player, but he's just he just doesn't do what Bacchus does. Good as Bacchus. Simple. No. If um, if we do get turned over, and Stephen Robinson sarcastically claps in the St. Van's direction, will he be stubs three or is it still two point Do you know that's that's mental that people actually hated him that much that. They claimed that a clap to the away fans was sarcastic. How can you, how can you hate your own manager that much? How I many? That was only a couple of games in at that point as well, wasn't it? I was, I wasn't even at the game. I was, I was away watching Man United and uh, Leicester that day. That's I the first day I met just, Andrew. That was, it was, fact, yeah. That was the day of your dad's return visit to the pie still. Oh, still so impressed with. Uh, yeah, so good. Uh, I just. Uh, I think it's it's crazy how far we've come since even that as well. And yeah, that I mean, we'll play a goalkeeper this time, so does that, like that, that was, in itself should make a difference. That was only April. How, how crazy is that 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 was only in April? <laughs> it's eight months ago, and it feels like three years. Aye, that was eight months ago when it was Robinson out. I think there was like lynch mobs turning up at Robinson's house. I think people did actually. I think there was some Sutton fans that would have killed him. I think if they had a chance. Is that not? Is that not the day he lost the dressing room when he was? Is that the uh, interview after that game? He threw them under the bus. He threw them under the bus because he said that Joe Shaughnessy and Linus made errors. When if you watch the whole fucking like video of it, I think that was the, I think that was the first team we actually couldn't defend Joe Shaughnessy. I think if mm-hmm. if you told me based on that performance that and kind of. Letting your wee cousin play football manager style, he'd accidentally subbed the goalkeeper on at centre half and put a centre half in goals. I would have believed you, uh, yeah. and, I, and I say that as someone who loves Josh honestly, like a like ah, a fun uncle. We sponsored these shot like fucking. I would still, I would on occasion still have Joe playing, but was, was, was that was that this season that we sponsored his shirt? Yeah, yeah. that was a dreadful decision. <laughs> but it really worked out well. It really worked out well for us. That's the worst signing of the Robinson era. I've got Gogic as well. Gogic has played four times. So I think we've, we've done really good. Who was our shout of Sean as he went? I think we were going to take Kieran off up to then went out and won as well. So I, really, really, we've really had it off. If you want us at Monday to leave or not play, hit we'll us sponsor, up. We'll sponsor a brophy for the second half of the season. 
Nah, yeah, he cuts that money. He's never leaving. He probably gets the money for the shirt sponsorship. Eamon Borfey brought to you by Misery Hunters. <laughs> nah, I just looking back to like the last time we, we played Motherwell at Fur Park, it's just we're night and day compared to then. And it's scary because it's most of the same players. I it's, think it's scary as well to me because see if Motherwell do beat us on Saturday, they're only a point behind us. Like how on mm, earth are we right. getting dragged to that level? It's it's wild. It's just it's gonna be uh, another one of these seasons where no one is really really gonna break away. I know. I think if you're I think if we've got any real intentions I, it's hard to say. We're not even halfway through the season. Like I do think you do need to win games like this or at least pick up a point and then you're looking yeah. to maybe take points from maybe not expected to beat Aberdeen at home, you're expected to go out and do what we've done at home and at least take a point. And then you've got, after that, Levy, Kelly, and then Hearts. It's, it's not the worst run of games when you're looking for points. It's crazy. You know, I'm just looking at the league table now that you've you've said that. And right enough, if, if they beat us, they're up to 20, and they're a point behind us. When, when you talk about how we've spoken about our performances so far this season and how, you know, Motherwell are already a manager down. And you talk about the mess that they've made, and it's got a point in it. Mm. But if the if the opposite, if, if we pick up three points, we're seven points clear of Motherwell. We've got a game in hand on them, and that would also have us on twenty four points, which and current points totals would have us on fourth and a point off third. It's just it's it's such tight margins at this at this point, and with this kind of middle, it's you know, kind of blob of of teams. It just becomes so important that you pick things up at on Saturdays like this. I'm also kind of just looking at the, the table as well. I know you've said that, but aye, if, that, if that does transpire, we do pick up three points. We're sitting right behind Aberdeen. And to me, that's it's pretty much a reverse of Saturday's fixture. It's, it's two teams with kind of really, really similar away form. Yeah. So yeah. you're kind of looking at that fixture. You never want to look ahead. You don't know what's going to happen Saturday, but our home form, you're expecting us to pick up something there at least. But I would, I would fucking love to send that cunt back up the road. Aberdeen, him and Lee Sharp up the road, fucking raging that they've been shit fested by, by the buddies. Like, and I think the two of them would be fucking raging as well. Oh, I don't say this lightly. I would love to know that the two of them were going back up the road, absolutely raging, having been rattled by Declan Gallagher. Aye, in, every, in every sense of the word. And then it ruined their Christmas. Yeah, I actually know you thought about that. I'm intrigued to see what kind of reception uh, Goodwin will get. I think you'll get a lot of the people who suck up his arse, who still wish he was the manager, will probably cheer him. Well, I I, the, the game at Petorgy at the end of the season, there was, there was a lot of booze, but there was also a lot of the, even the, I mean, a lot of the even kind of old guards shouting that the people booing saying no that's a disgrace that's exactly even happened at the, the game at the start of the season like they came over and sarcastic that that was a sarcastic clap like that that is the definition of that. there was no reason for at the end that beating us 4-1 that day for Jim Goodman to come over and clap 300 pissed folk like me because <laughs> I mean the response from everyone that was left there wasn't even I think there was about 20 fans still in the ground at that point when he was coming over He's only done it to get a reaction. He's only done it to be a weirdo, because that's what he is. Just like seeing his own name mentioned, whether it's bad or good. 
I, I hope he gets a shock at a reception, to be honest. I, I, is he still I, is he still serving the, the ban that he got for the Portage? Nah, or? but he now wears real clothes on the touchline rather than trackies. <laughs> he, wears knit, he wears knits now uh, in a chino. He sported the last few times I've seen him. He's kind of up the style, probably because he always did look like a bit of a tramp in a trackie. I mean, even when he was serving his ban, was his seat not just about four feet yeah, away from where he was standing anywhere? So it would, you just, you just right gave him a, a comfort. Right right Marley Watkins. So. Hello, James. <laughs> it, was like the, it was like the guy on uh, who wants to be a millionaire just coughing audibly in the background. <laughs> he he would imagine that being your chairman, though. Jim Goodwin must love that. Like Jim Goodwin would go to the St. and board and be like, right, we've stretched the budget as far as we can. Then Jim now can just go and lie about how he thinks that they're going to qualify for the Champions League if they finish six. Dave Cormack will give him a million quid and name another training ground after himself. Hello, Mr Chairman. Is there any chance of me maybe getting, you know, a few hundred grand into the transfer budget? Eh, hey, well, we're getting a million pounds off Aberdeen Council. <laughs> I forgot I'd seen that. They've had a good time with their stadium this week. They don't want to pay for any of it. They just want the council to pay for it. Yeah, so that's like... Uh, what was his quote? You know, if, if this was in America, the city would be lining up to pay for this kind of thing. It's like, well, you're not in Atlanta now, Dave. You are in uh, Banff. <laughs> you, you're in the greatest city that the United Kingdom in Great Britain has to offer. The worst, you, looking, the worst looking city ever, I think. You are in a city where the letter W is pronounced with an F. <laughs> Back in your box. <laughs> Fit like. Uh. <laughs> he, he is what they call a thanker. Uh, he's a fucking wacky guy. Is he? Wacky. Is Mr. Dave. <laughs> nah, but I think we'll win our next two games, if I'm being if I'm being honest. I think we've got four games coming up which are a real a real test for where we are. I think Motherwell away is absolute, and with a, a healthy break before it, absolutely a game that we need to be going into expecting to take something. I don't mean fat as fans, I mean as, I mean the players need to be expecting to take something. Mm-hmm. Aberdeen at home is a real test of our home form. You know, short of the short of the old form, you're not going to get a harder test this season in Paisley. I, I don't think than you know Mayovsky and Ramadani and, and the rest of it, and then two more of those away games, which. If if we if we are who we, we think we are, we can't just be forfeiting. We need to, mm. need to go and need to go and try and take something off off Levy on the twenty eighth and even more so on on the second of January. We need to go into and down to Kilmarnock with a, with a bit of a swagger about us. Like we shouldn't be feeding we shouldn't be feeding anyone at this stage. Do, do I think we're going to get you know nine points from four games or seven points from four games? Probably not. It's just not what happens with us. But the, the team might. should be going there expecting to do something. I, I, I don't know why you wouldn't. Aye, we're not. We're not going to go and do it with a done under previous management. And go to these games and sit in and shit ourselves. Like we we sit in now and we've got a plan when we sit in. We're not sitting in just for the sake of it and then hoping that we've got a bit in, an individual performance for. Somebody like Rowan and our Dunmus to drag us up the park and win. Like we're, we're sitting there because we've got a plan. That's what we're good at. I think it's incredibly hard for teams to search you out because teams really don't know what to do when we get the ball and attack. We've got 
two fullbacks or wing backs that bomb on the length of the park that are hard to pick up. And then you've got every time we go forward, you've got four guys in O'Hara, Bacchus, and Main and a younger if it's Grieve that's on all bombing into the box, all causing problems. We're a, we're a tough team to play against, as the top two teams in the country have seen this season. And I don't think any team really wants to play some at all, to be honest. Totally agree. Long may it continue. Aye. They say that we'll come back to this after the the Kelly game when we've lost four in the bounce. Robinson out. Robinson he's out. The, he's lost the dressing room. People are saying that Arminski has to be starting the next game. Uh, what is crazy is that was a thing as well at the start of the season. Let's yep. let aye, let's not ever forget that people wanted Trevor Carson, a Northern Ireland goalie, dropped. He flapped one cross after three years of sitting on the bench. Aye. And everyone was like, let's play the young Eastern let's European play... lad that's played four games for Stenhouse Muir. That seems like London. a thing to do. Aye, let, let's play a fucking giant test tube baby in goals. If he dives, he dives. <laughs> Aye, yeah, actually, I mean, that's, a, that's a quick Ivan Drago goalkeeping player. I'm still terrified that if anything happens to Carson, like he, he, would, he would be playing first team football in the Scottish Premiership. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm totally off I'm all for it. I think Keep the Ivan Drago thing going. Can you imagine them sparring and training over Christmas and Arminski just kills Trevor Carson. Gives him the full Apollo Creed treatment. Yes. You know, actually, in my head, even we had the, the goon conversation, I was thinking to myself, right, if if you're discounting Declan Gallagher, who would be the squad goon? It's got to be Arminski in it. It's, it's got, got to be. just let him run a bit. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be just six beat. foot five Nico Bellic. It has to be. <laughs> no, I think there's a, there's a madness to Arminski. He'd be covered in blood after 30 seconds. None of it has. <laughs> he is the monk just, out of the mean machine like, <laughs> just one of the biggest guys I've ever seen I remember the, uh, when we signed him it was just before Covid happened and me and Billy were at Ibrooks and we were standing I looked and I turned to Billy and said look at the fucking size of that guy <laughs> and two days later we signed him I was like holy fuck man is he Slovakian? Uh, I, I think we Slovakian. signed him purely because we thought fuck see if we sign this guy he'll be as good as Ladke yeah and I don't think Hladke, I actually don't think out of Hladke and or Carson three guys he's learned from, he's actually learned more for Linus than he's learned for any of the, the three really good goalies he's worked with. Just saying the Slavic great Kelly. Okay, I feel bad. Watch him coming in like and just I don't like people. players. I just don't. Ah, you do. I do. You do it once a week. Also, Sammy wouldn't even have to leave the pitch to give you a slap, so you just <laughs> no, watch what you say. <laughs> nah, you, just to up, extend that fucking wingspan, you're getting one round the face. I end up coming and take my anchor, so say that number one spot off me. So, <laughs> unless anyone else has some incredibly insightful comments to make about Motherwell, can we move on to the best tweet of all time? I play again, just. I don't care if anybody's got anything else to say, get this discussed. So this is, I'm starting this with a caveat that uh, we're not talking about the Smizer board or no, cash flow. No, I've done with that. It's been spoken about enough, um, but it does have to be said. So for a, uh, don't want to say one last time, but brought back unexpectedly, it's the return of Dave Cormack. 
Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shite Takes of the Week. <laughs> this week's tweet comes from Renfrewshire's greatest accountant, Beetlebud. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Dave. In a a chat, a chat, just you know, fairly, fairly innocuous chat about Smizer. <laughs> 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 I don't know that. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, just a bunch of folk who don't understand football contracts or accountancy. How the world or, works. Yeah, or numbers or the English language or anything. Just speculating on nothing. Quick shout out to Ian Brown for saying that we got to get out of jail free card by signing a footballer, developing them and then selling them. No bothering. Um, uh, Beetlebud steams in with some chat about the balance sheet. Says we don't have any income for two months due to the World Cup, but we still get wages to pay. I made the fairly reasonable counterpoint that over the summer we don't have any match income coming in and we still manage to keep the, the lights on and the bailiffs from the door at that point, to which Beetlebud replied in a tweet which will be framed and signed by someone at some point said, well, we don't pay any wages over the summer. <laughs> Players are out of contract. How is that complicated? <laughs> we, I cannot emphasise this enough. Unreal. We are not Auchinleck Talbot. <laughs> we, we are not Anchor Sociedad. <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we do not operate on a Match fee basis, Aye, which I don't I, believe I, I do either. Uh, we actually pay seven quid a week, <laughs> <laughs> and then you do that over the summer, do you? Uh, I actually, well, we've not got games. That's, it's good. So, Anchor Saucy had to pay their players over the summer, but St. Marin do not. <laughs> <sighs> I don't want to get too personal, but I'm pretty sure this is a guy who stood up at the last Smizer meeting and had a rant about the accounts. <laughs> And he thinks that our four million pound a year staff bill, or about two million, but whatever the staff bill is, is for nine months. Oh. And then all the all these full time employees just take a sabbatical every summer and go on a gap year. Which, I can't believe he thinks that Monday signed players that think it's all right to you not know, get paid for two months of the year. Mark, Mark, thanks for for leaving Motherwell and signing a pre contract with us. Now we expect you in for training on the seventeenth of June. But just to, just to make it clear, you will not receive any pay until after we play Motherwell on the 30th of July. Is that okay? <laughs> uh, aye, where'd I say? I just, Unreal. These are people that want involved at something that represents the club. I mean, that the, the fucking owns the club, the, the fan board that owns the club, that the club board are accountable to these people, the owners. That's, that is alarming. Very, um, very, very alarming. Confused as to what, what the thoughts are behind the January winter break that happens every season. Aye. Because I, going I by that logic, we've also got no income every January for three weeks. But we've still got a heating bill, according to old Beetlebud. <laughs> Which I'm assuming we have to go into the overdraft for every January. <laughs> At least, we don't pay the, at least we don't pay the players over the January break. If we were paying the players over the January oh, wow. break, we'd be snookered. 
that it would be it would be absolutely fucked if we were having to pay players weekly like they do get paid. The top have. flight of Scottish football. A team in our league was played Real Madrid twice in international competition like two months ago. And by extension, this guy thinks that Kyogo Furuhashi hopped on a plane from Vissel Kobe and come over here and just doesn't take a wage over the summer. I, gen- I genuinely could not believe that I read that. Uh, it's it's up there. It's it's one of my favourite tweets ever. If shout out to you, listen, if I've got to call it shite stuff, Mr Zingali man on Pine Bovril has had a fucking shocker the past month. The UU club himself? Yeah, uh, he... He swigs a bottle of fucking methylated spirits and then logs on and decides to start <laughs> arguing with people. I'm all for people slagging me, but don't slag my age as if I know nothing. I might be young, but I don't drink fucking paint and then post my opinions online for the world to see. <laughs> my wee cousin's seven years old and he knows that football players get paid over the summer. I just, we've had some... It's been a bit of a buffet of shite takes over the past few weeks. It's a shame they've only picked up the one of them, but... I yeah. think it is. It's just extremely evident that there's been no real football to talk about. Aye, hundred percent. Aye, it's just been. It's just so. This whole chat about the the financial. I'm so far. I'm fucking bored, there, man. Like, I don't care, and I say I'm going to stop talking about it. And then I get dragged back into it, mainly because I'm arguing with people that I don't think understand what they're talking about. Yeah, like and it's the same thing as well. It's like even people saying, "Oh, we've budgeted for sevens." What does that mean? Like in the club's eyes, they might be budgeting for sevens, but they might have a smaller budget than ten of the teams in the league. So, like, it's just it's fucking mental. I don't understand it. Stop speaking about it, please. If you've if you've clearly haven't read like Fun Phonics or something for fucking primary two and don't have a Understanding how football works. The old Heinemann maths textbooks. Aye, go and fucking lick one of them and then come back and argue with me. John has three apples in one hand <laughs> and in the other hand has the contracts of several professional footballers who are expecting payment in the summer months. <laughs> how much money does John have left? <laughs> After the kibble have taken their shirt, don't forget that. But... And us. <laughs> and us. Of course, I. We, we get a bit of the kibble share, but then we also get our own share. Aye, and the free season tickets. They pay us over the summer. Technically, we are club employees. Should we actually start and asking for money? <laughs> all, this, uh, all this swaggering about how everyone gets paid over the summer and we don't get paid at all. What is this? We, we, get, we get paid fuck all. Uh, Jimbo just knows we get a dunt off a of walking out the tunnel and that's our payment. Yeah. <laughs> and long may it continue. Aye, I, I, if me and Andrew were earlier at Ibrooks, we would have been paid in penny arabia and garlic bread I think so we were paid at the last Rangers game by getting to see the inside story on Glenn Kamara's that was that was good and being pals with Richard Tate and the chairman and the chief exec and that, but. this is a, a serious issue we're talking about but like underneath all the jokes like we've we've been doing the, the commentary for a few months now I've not seen a single pie come my way Pies at Hibs. We got three pies at Hibs. Did you? Yeah, we got got pies at half time at Ibrooks. 
they were pretty well to be fair, but they were they were there and they were free. Did, did you get a pie for every time you called James Tavernier Tav, Andrew? Aye, I was absolutely stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tav, look, Tav's a good boy. <laughs> do they have his uh, brown brogues on? Ah, uh, he's got a good worth it, work ethic. Other Scotland too have actually still not a pie at home. The only pies I've had at home games has been ones my wee sisters bought me. <laughs> Yeah, get handed, uh, handed pies at the last commentary by uh, Craig. Was it you that handed us pies right before kickoff? The, the, no, the, I gave you the last game, Mark. I offered it. 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 I if it if it'd been a bit more coordinated, we would have taken it in turns to go on like five minute rants about <laughs> modern society and let the other one turn their pie where we were going. But yeah, uh, Jamie actually ate pies during the second half for the the Rangers game when we done commentary. I can, which it I sounds can bad. It. Obviously, it's nice to see that he's back fitting that uh, Leon King, but he was down. We were actually taking turns of having to speak filler shite for the eight minutes he was down <laughs> while we were trying to stuff hot gravy and pastry and steak. Doing her mouth to the point that the roof of my mouth was actually burnt for about two weeks after it because of how much I'm trying to cram in. Imagine, that. imagine that was the last thing Leon King ever saw. It was just you covered in gravy aye, as, just... He, as he passes on to the next plane. Aye, aye. How many fingers am I holding up, Leon? I don't know, but I can see a boy just behind you there who's supposed to be acting professionally and he's currently eating two pies at the same time. Oh, that, was, that was the height of professionalism for, for us that day. You needed, a bit of, you needed a bit of sustenance. You must have expended a, a lot of energy from going viral. I, I was, that you did. I, I'm just, I think we're just so used to being big time now that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. We're just, we're so big, we're known all around the world. But I think we're just kind of used to it, you know. should really thank the club for the nameplated parking spaces that we've all got. Just I don't even drive, cars. I just go sit in mine. Yeah, it's actually in the, out, it's in one of the corners as well where they normally like ambulance in. They just open that gate up and let us park at the pitch. Aye. That's the executive boxes in the hot tub. You're actually open for the first home game, apparently. Are they? Aye. I really am intrigued to see how weird they look. Like, by the crack, my idea, but I just I think yeah. it just looks so weird. How much was it a game again? No, I, I don't know. I, I think you had to buy it for the season. I think it was 20 grand. And uh, I mean, they sold one, and I think the other ones get plenty of interest in it. So, hopefully, worry about works by it. But I don't see Red Fisher Council uh, buying that. I mean, a, I, I assume we will be given one. Ah, I'm yeah, it's a kind of changing room, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. for commentary, a, pre- a preparation booth, a green room. <laughs> Aye. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. I don't know why I said preparation booth. Green room is what the people in show best Preparation. <laughs> yeah, let us do the word on that before the game. I think, uh, uh, I mean, we're, we're just so unbelievably big time and there's nothing that any of you can do about it. It's just I, we are, it is now. We are back on comms, though, for the... We are. Myself and... All the way through it to... Myself and Andrew. Mm-hmm. I think we're on the next round of games all the way through the... It's just the Aberdeen home. game we don't have. I'm assuming um, I'm assuming Gordon McCombs got that one. Is the Aberdeen game on Sky? No, it's not, is it? No. All right. I think Probably even if it is though, we're still allowed to stream it internationally. It's just that you, it ah, can't right. be 
there's that domestic deal that you can do now, and I think it's just yeah, they yeah. can't be the same as Sky Games. Aye. Maybe not. Cubs, can steam, Cubs can steam five games a season as long as they're not the televised games. Yeah. So I think myself and Andrew are going to both Fur Park and Livy. Are we, we doing Livy as well? The two of us. Yeah. We are and indeed 28th. I will be in Kilmarnock with Craig. Yep. I think. And then we'll get the Hearts doubleheader after that. Aye, myself, myself and you, Sam, and Hearts. Aye, we're at the home game, I think. And then, and then uh, no, there's, do we not play somebody else at home? Can't remember. Hearts at home. Aye, we've got Hearts at home, and then we've got another team at home that I'm, I think we're doing as well, but I, I just lose track now. Just so many. There's you know, another, the, the, there's a Hearts double header, isn't there? There's an away game and then yeah. a home game. This is a Friday night one, aye. Yeah. That was no, supposed to be. It was supposed to be Wednesday this week, was it? No, it got moved twice. Yeah. Uh, it's now Friday the 13th. I have already put on a half day for what I mean, I, I was a bit gutted. I like having it next Wednesday would have been a good time, but a Friday night game as well is not, not a bad set I, I think Festive Wednesday night fiction, the, the run up to Christmas would have been good, but Aye. it's probably the best substitute you can get yeah. putting on a Friday night. For sure. Yeah, I'm happy with that lot. Home to Aberdeen on Christmas Eve's a belter. And then Kilmarnock is an away day on the 2nd of January is another. I'm not just saying it because it's a home game for me, but... And you're having everybody back to yours after, I hear? Entire away section, yeah. Um, No, just just the the £3 a month tier. Oh, yeah, Patreons only. Yeah, so that $1,500 my closest pals. (laughs) I think uh, with the Patreon money next year, we'll buy one of the executive boxes. Just yeah. to keep our jackets in, we'll even use it. Entertain, you know, we'll chosen patron. Yeah, Beetlebud can come in if he wants. It's up to him. Uh, if he wants to get close to the club, just speak to us. Yeah, I mean, we obviously we speak to the club accountant, and that's why we know that players get paid over the summer. So, if he wants to have that kind of access, then just drop us a DM and we'll sort it out for you. Do you think anybody's still listening at this point? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've chucked it. I think uh, you raise a good point, Andrew. I think we should leave it there. <laughs> Aye. Um, Listen, I think considering we've still not played a game yet. Yeah, I think that's... We've talked for a month fairly consistently about almost nothing. Shite. Yeah. Aye, about nonsense and you lads have still tuned in, so we're doing we something. Yeah. Buzzing Until... it back though. Can't wait. Aye, yeah, I can't. No, just can't wait to see a shitty refereeing performance. Oh, it's I John Beaton as well, isn't it? I, I Minus five. Not being able to feel my toes, like, all that, all the good stuff about winter football. It's just the best, isn't it? Until, uh, 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 until next time, go in and buy some beer off Jamie. It pays I've done, done so today, actually. Nice. I, um, I picked up a few... At the end of the last month, but I think we're we're talking about having a a wee night out in there, maybe, um, kind of around Christmas New Year time. Uh, no, in, the, in the tent. And, yes, in the bars of the year. We'll, we'll try and figure there. something out. So that goes for all patrons first, and once if it's not filled with patrons, then other listeners can get in if they want, and we can have some some pints there at some point. But yeah, get yourself on on their website, whatever else, buy some beer. Of Jamie, miseryhunters.co.uk for t-shirts and overpriced stickers and stuff like that. Yeah, 
if that's the kind of thing you're into, probably get it delivered at some point in January. And uh, until then, fuck Barry Ferguson. Fuck Lammy. Brian Porches. Fuck Ricky Lamy. Fuck Craig Brown. <laughs> oh, oh, wonderful shouts. We'll, uh, we'll see you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.